Hey, I'm Adi. And I'm Savannah, and we're the Politos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about moving from Oregon to California. Yup. You heard it right. We have been here in California for over, what, nine months? They know that. Yeah. This isn't news to anybody. We talked all about... Like, oh, we moved and blah, blah, blah. Now we're in Merced, blah, blah, blah. Sounds of Merced, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> sounds of Merced. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So we talked about this. Okay. And I want to talk about something before this, be- before we get into the whole needy greedy. Yeah. So let's talk about today. So today was a busy day. We are buying all the stuff we got to buy before the due date. Mm-hmm. We are getting things ready mm-hmm. and waking up early, doing things and stuff. Just when we think that we're like almost at the end of the checklist and there's more that we add to the checklist. Yeah. And here's the thing. That's life. Yeah. Like, I know. Life will present to you with daily tasks. <laughs> when you think <laughs> yes. you're done with the weekly ones, they keep on repeating. And same thing for the daily ones. So that's it. So anyway, so first off. This episode might be a little echoey, and that's because I emptied out the room that we are recording in. Mm-hmm. And what was in this room, you might ask? There was a ton, like a ton of cardboard that were from packages that would come from like Amazon, from all these things we ordered from our registry. And so um, they were piled up because... Yeah, why, you might ask? There is some drama with, well... Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. We, everywhere we go, we have drama, apparently, with our recycling bin. Yeah. There's a whole story, and maybe we'll tell it someday. It's not, I don't know how entertaining it would be, (laughs) about our recycling bin in Oregon. Yeah. And... It was a whole thing, man. It was crazy. People we were, haven't shared that story? No. People were taking our recycling bin. Yeah. Like from next to our house. And then we got a letter um, and we got a text message from the property manager that was clearly directed at us. Yeah. Even though it was sent to all the tenants. And it was very dramatic and it was very weird. Yeah. And I sent a long, well-worded <laughs> email to the property manager. And yeah, it was just very dramatic. So... It was strange. We we move here. Yeah. We have a recycling bin and a trash can. Yeah. And so does our neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then one day we're gone for like a couple of weeks uh-huh. um, visiting someone. And we come back from this like couple week trip and we have no recycling bin. Mm-hmm. And we're like, this cannot be happening again. Mm-hmm. It And so... For the past, like, four months or something, like, three or four months. Yeah. We haven't had a recycling bin, and we just <laughs> kept planning on figuring it out, and Audi has, like, done some things to try to figure it out. Yeah. Contacted, like, the waste management, you know, company or whatever. But we still don't have it back. Yeah. Actually, we do know where it is. There's, our, our neighbor has it. Yeah. But we don't want to cause drama. I don't think he has it on purpose. No. But we know because we know what number it is. And so we know that the neighbor has it. But we don't want to confront him because it's not his fault. And yeah. I, I don't know what happened to his. So 
Anyway, we're waiting for that to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, for the past like four months, we've just been collecting our recycling in our house. Right. And it started with like one small pile in the kitchen. And then as we've also been getting all this stuff for the baby, yeah, you know, so many boxes, boxes oh on boxes on yeah. boxes. So we just had like two massive piles <laughs> of uh, recycling, mostly cardboard. Yeah, then we had paper and then plastic, yeah. all that stuff. It's yeah, it was insane. Like we had, it looked like a recycling facility in here. We had so much of <laughs> yeah. it. So anyway, continue. So I know what I need to do in order to get our bin back. Yeah, right? and that requires a call. They're calling the the police. One is I could confront the neighbor, like you said, right? But we don't want to. Yeah. And tell him, hey, that's ours. Uh, or call call the, the the city, the waste management, and tell them what happened, and they will come and deal with it. Yeah. And so uh, in the meantime, since I, have, I haven't been able to do that, I decided, okay, today I'm going to um, take all this stuff and go to a place to uh, recycle it. And I did some research, and you could do this for free. If you go to the Merced landfill, uh, it's free, right? No call, you don't have to pay or anything. And it's, it's weird because I felt like it was harder than it should have been to figure out where to take this recycling. Right, like, yeah. I remember back in the day, outside of Walmart, there were big like recycling containers that you could use. And, you know, so you can... You could like turn in cans and glass and stuff and get money for it, but then there was also oh, really? just like cardboard and paper that people could yeah. just use to recycle. Yeah, and I that seems to be non-existent now. Yeah, I think now it's like you you get a fine if, if you do that without do asking like permission. If you go to like a Walmart, behind no, no, no. a Walmart and do that, that's not what I'm talking about at all. Right, I'm talking about like in in front of Walmart in the parking lot. Oh. There were big things that were for the public to use. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I did that with uh, back in Monmouth in Oregon. Oh, yeah. There was like yeah. a recycling center there. Yeah. And now, nowadays, everywhere that I looked for like recycling centers around us, it was always just cans mm-hmm. and glass mm-hmm. like that you could get money for. And there was nowhere at all to recycle like other recyclables like plastic yeah. and cardboard and paper. Uh-huh. So if you you don't have a recycling bin like us who had ours stolen accidentally, <laughs> yeah, then there's nowhere to go. Yeah. So, so la- the landfill. So the landfill is the the place where you the only place you yeah. go to, right? And so I looked online and said, okay, uh, paper and cardboard are one of the only uh, things that you could um, throw away for free, mm-hmm. right? So this morning, so we got pretty early and put everything, all the cardboard and everything into uh, a car, right? And and then I'm like, cool, uh, I'm going to do it. I ran out of time. I had to go to work. So, oh, I have a question for you. Oh, yeah? Actually, I never asked you about this, so I'll ask you here live on the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, this morning, I was like half asleep. Yeah. And I heard you like talking with somebody like the mail person or something and i couldn't make sense of what you guys were talking about it sounded like you said you were like oh excuse me can you or like i have a big something and then (laughs) and then she was like oh yeah that's fine um when i'm not here they just like 
wait for me or they just like leave it or something. And I had, I was thinking about <laughs> it for a few minutes and I could not figure out what you could have been talking about. Okay. Yeah. So, um, as I was doing that, I see the, the male lady, right? Uh-huh. She comes and stuff. And so I was like, Oh, it was a perfect opportunity to just ask her and maybe she could deal with this. So, um, among the, the, the recycling like, pile that we collected, oh. we also had a big uh, stash of mail that, from previous um, uh, residents. Yeah, okay. So it was like massive. So um, obviously you could go to the post office and just drop it off and just have a sign say like wrong address wrong or address. whatever. Yeah. So I just asked her like, hey, can I can I give it to you? And she knew what I was going to ask. Mm-hmm. So she's like, yeah, give it to me. And so, yeah, she said, yeah, like people that, other people that work, that come here like don't know like your names so oh, yeah I they see. just like put it here so i was like cool so here you go and so yeah she looked through it and stuff and she walked away yeah so oh that makes sense i, yeah. could, I just could not figure out based on what i heard of the conversation i was like what are they talking about yeah so that definitely saved me a uh, a trip to the mailbox yeah that's the post true office yeah true anyway sorry i just uh thought about that because you were talking about when you were putting the recycling stuff in the car anyway go ahead so yeah, I was like, okay, well maybe just later in the afternoon I could go, and uh, and so um, I ask you once I'm done with work if you could come with me uh, because we we're going to run some errands anyway. Yeah. And also just wanted someone with me just because <laughs> I just don't know, like you know, once once you go there and stuff. Like I've been there once, but um, to do something else, but but never to recycle cardboard or or, or anything, yeah. right? So, I've never been to a landfill before. Same here. Yeah, same here. Well, except for that other time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what other time? You just said I went there one other time. So, you had been there before. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, um, But never, like, past the, the one spot I had to go to. Yeah, so last time yeah. you were doing clothing, recycling. And yeah, which was super close That station to the was, entrance. like, right at the front, and then you just had yeah. to turn around and leave. Yeah, so. yeah. But never, like, past the that turn and yeah. yeah so anyway so um i'm waiting in line right we're waiting in line uh in the car and uh these they're they're all these like trucks right with a ton of junk and stuff in their mm-hmm. in their uh junk in, in their in the trunk and uh i hear i'm here driving this small little like chevy cruise right <laughs> and uh anyway so um i look out of place so anyway so i pull up right and park and they have to weigh the car yeah right and so i get out and talk to the lady and i'm like um is this where like i could uh recycle my you know have i know i said i have some cardboard and paper to recycle so mm-hmm. she's like okay and it's gonna be twenty dollars i'm like wait what like i thought the website said the website said it was free. She's like, well, paper is considered trash, but if you just recycle the cardboard, it's free. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I'm like, well, yeah, I'll just recycle the cardboard then. I don't want the, to recycle the paper. Yeah, 20 bucks? Yeah. How much paper did you have? Like two grocery bags full. Yeah, that is not worth 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's and ridiculous. So, um, so she is like, okay, here we go. She has me this little, like... Um, uh, she asked me the receipt and with this little return big laminated number or whatever that's kind of like my bigger receipt i guess yeah and so anyway so um she tells me okay like she she gives me the directions to go to the recycling place mm-hmm. she says okay it's going to be uh you take two rights and then another right no she said your second right she said it's the second right oh, yeah yeah she said it's going to be your second right and then take another right and then just follow the path and then you'll see it 
And so then what I like to do whenever I get like a directions or, or a number or whatever to remember, I think like a, a, a lot of people, I think it's common. You repeat the thing to them yeah. as a question, right. To confirm and to yeah. just kind of remember. And so I was like, okay, second, right, right. And then follow. She's like, yeah, okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. Uh, get back in the car. We drive and I tell you the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I, I was like, okay, uh, based on what she said, we keep going this way and this way and that way. And at this point, we're like, we didn't know this, but we passed the the turn where we had to turn, right? Okay, it was so confusing. We yeah. st- we start going down, and right away, there's a big sign that's super clear. And I was like, okay, cool. It says, um, you know, this way to whatever. And then I see it says, like, straight for recycling. And that makes sense because yeah. she said second right. So you don't take the first right. So then we go and we take the second right, which was basically like it was pretty clear that, that was the main way to go. The other way would have been kind of like off the beaten path. Yeah. So we take that first right. Or I mean, we take that second right. And then we're following along this like main path. Mm-hmm. And we see a, a left turn, which goes to like an area that looked like a big dump. Yeah. And so you started to turn that way and you were like, oh, maybe. But then we were like, no, because she didn't say to go left at all. Right. So we keep going straight. And then we were like, okay, well, first right. Here it is. Yeah. And it was like this very small. It was a roadless travel pretty much. Yeah. 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 So um, at this point, we get off of like the the road that was um, pretty small smooth in this road that we're about to uh, get on and at that point i realized like oh yeah my car is not really meant for these uh this rugged uh, path yeah right it's just like small rocks bigger rocks you know yeah and they're just kind of hard and so i'm like oh my gosh so i was driving really really carefully so then we get to the to the end of that path and then all i see is not cardboard right it's just a ton of like metal yeah big pieces, pieces of metal right and i'm like okay this is obviously the metal section yeah <laughs> and so uh we we i turn back you have to like go over this like little ditch yeah that again our car is not made for yeah go back to the main road and then and i then we're like okay well maybe that wasn't the main right turn mm-hmm. so we're like, there was another right turn very close to that one so we're like okay well maybe it's that yeah and another another uh off the beat of the beaten path even right. more so yeah and yeah at this point we're like pretty deep into this the landfill mm-hmm. like there's no other cars around us and if you've ever been to to a landfill which i'm not sure unless you work there right like uh you're not really familiar with with a, the landfill like um for the one here in merced there's zero signs yeah so that was the thing is that once we passed that first sign there was none after that zero and so on this second like path that we tried to take it wasn't even just that it was like more rough Mm -hmm. it also was like there was like a ravine on both sides like it was Mm -hmm. like we were up on this one lane little thing just traveling out into this like open space and it was so like desert deserted yeah it was very weird then we take a turn and the path got even more like you needed to be like a tractor or something you did to go into the next area so i was like okay this cannot be it oh yeah yeah so i see then um these 
the the path we were on, it was like rocks, right? R- r- very rocky. But then the the path, the rest of the path to that leads all the way to the top of the hill, right? Uh, were bigger rocks. And at that point, I stopped. I'm like, I'm not gonna like keep going. So I get out of the car, walk the rest of the hill, mm-hmm. just to see what's on the other side. Yeah. To see if is if it's a bunch of cardboard over there, and it was just empty. It was like imagine like this big massive empty like skate uh park oh really like it's you know the underneath of it like kind of like a pool right it's like just nothing i'm like oh okay this is definitely not it and so i go back and and um the path was super super narrow so i had to like keep going driving a little like a couple inches forward and then reverse back and keep doing that until i i drove back the same the same way i came from it was very difficult to turn around and then And then we realized, like, okay, I don't even think we're remotely close to the right place. No. Like, we were out in the middle of nowhere. And at this point, it was already closing time. Like, they closed at 3.30, and it was, like, 3.35. Yeah. So I was starting to get worried about that, uh, because all I had to do was just throw away the cardboard, and that's it, right? But we it, could not find it. Yeah, yeah. So so then I go back to the path where I thought, okay, maybe it was here, right? Um, and, and then I see some cars coming my way. And and I wave at them and uh, roll down the window and say, hey, like, do you guys know where I could um, throw away the cardboard that I have? And he says, yeah, sure. It's like, right, yeah, keep going. Keep driving that path you're going. And it's going to be right up there on the hill. It's like, cool, thank you. I'm like, okay, we made it, right? And then um, I get up to the hill. And then I see a, a worker there and sees me and I think just sees my car and judges me, right? He's like, okay, maybe they're lost, right? <laughs> he doesn't even say anything, actually. I tell him, like, hey, uh, is this where you go and throw away the recycling plate, uh, stuff? And he's like, no. I was like, what the heck? And so he, and then he gives me directions. And then I'm like, okay, I think I know what he meant. No, okay, here's the thing. His directions, like... I would say both of the people who give you directions, they were correct. But if you've never been there before, there's no way to figure it out. So what he said was, go back down this hill. So Uh we had just driven up this hill. And this was like, I think the main part of the landfill, like the dump. Yeah. And he goes, go back back down this hill, back where you came from. And once you hit the asphalt or the pavement, Mm -hmm. turn right. And then it's going to be a left. And you follow it all the way back. And then you'll see... The cardboard. Yeah. And so we were like, okay. And then he starts to walk away. And then he turns back and he goes, actually, you can follow me because I'm heading out right now. And I guess he was going that direction. Yeah. And I was like, yes. Otherwise, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Spoiler Spoiler alert. We never would have found it in a million years if we hadn't followed him because yeah. there's no way. No, 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 no way. Um, yeah. So this... Uh, journey to that right place uh took forever like uh we, i was following this guy and and yeah you're right like there was no way that we could have found find this place there's it, not a single sign yeah yeah and so i follow him for like a good like i think five minutes yeah it was a good five minutes and then uh eventually we get to the recycling place we see a ton of cardboard and i'm like yeah finally right and uh, it turns out, like we said earlier, this place was super close to the entrance. Yeah, so the turn that we missed to get to it was very, very close to the entrance. Yeah. But in order to actually get to where the cardboard was, it was like you have to wind way back to where it feels like 
are we even supposed to be back here? It seems like it's mm-hmm. for employees. Mm-hmm. And so there was just no way. Even if we had turned down that path, I think we would have turned back because it seemed wrong. Yeah, it's like you have to uh, keep going, keep driving until there's no more road. Because even when we were following him, yeah, uh, like two or three times we said, like, did we miss it? Because even like following him, we were thinking, well, I don't know where he's going. Maybe he thought like we would see yeah. it and stop. Yeah. So even following somebody, we were not confident that we were yeah. going the right way. So there's yeah. no way in the world we would have found it. Yeah. Because there, there's literally one sign. There's two signs. One for um, like the first right you, t- you take, and that was for to throw, I don't know, what it, whatever. Yeah. And, and I think that's actually where the supervisor's office is and stuff. Yes, yeah. And that's where you could donate uh, your clothes. Yeah. Right? And then the second sign is where it says garbage and recycling. Yeah. So that sign, it had a bunch of stuff. It wasn't just yeah. like garbage and recycling. There were several things all this direction and then once you go that direction there's no there's more else. signs you no just have to signs. figure it out yeah so uh, i throw away all the the cardboard and stuff and uh we make it make our way back to the entrance and uh and just check out and everything and leave and walking out of that landfill was nuts like I'm glad now I know where the recycling place is and yeah. also where the trash is. Yeah. Um, but it was nuts. Like, I think they really need to um, have invest in, in some signs. Yeah, I'm guessing that not a lot of just, like, civilians go there to recycle. <laughs> um, probably because it it's a lot of effort. And, like, we wouldn't have done it if we didn't have such a huge amount of recycling and also oh, yeah. because we didn't have any other choice. I mean, obviously the other choice would have been to throw it away. Yeah. But at that point we had collected so much that I would, I was like, at this point it feels so wrong to just throw all of this in the trash can after oh, we've yeah. been collecting it for oh, months. Yeah. So we, it was kind of like a last ditch effort and thankfully it was free, yeah. but it was so cumbersome. Mm-hmm. It was such a hassle mm-hmm. to get to that spot. Yeah, so I tell the lady when I'm checking out, I told her, I tell her I got lost, and she just says, "Oh, you got lost." I was like, "Yeah," and that's it. She doesn't say anything else about it. But yeah, there was a point that I was starting to lose hope, and I was starting to freak out about the cardboard that I had in the trunk. It was full, mm-hmm. so. I was starting to get a little stressed out about it because we know the baby's coming and I want to have all this stuff taken care of and I want to have a uh, an empty trunk, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and get rid of all this stuff. Yeah. So anyway, the end of the story is that we did it and now we, we know did. how, but uh, it is crazy. So I'm definitely going to call the recycling a place for us to get our bin back. We got to get our bin back, yeah. man. Yeah, but uh, it was a good, it was a funny funny uh little adventure we we had <laughs> i think they usually just throw the paper into the neighbor's recycling bin really well because technically it's ours so i threw it in the trash she said it was trash it's not trash we can recycle it you already threw it in the trash yeah oh well i think you should put it in the neighbor's recycling bin on garbage day because number one we can't be Legally, we can't get in trouble for that because it's our bin. Right. And second of all, ethically, morally, it doesn't make any difference to him because if it's empty, I mean, if he has room in it and we're just doing it on trash day, then yeah, it's not going to make is, any difference. I think I've seen, noticed that he doesn't really take out uh, his recycling or the 
the trash sometimes. Like he doesn't do it every every week. Oh, really? So yeah, I can't just wait on him. You know. Oh, I mean, we've been waiting four <laughs> months, but yeah. All right. Well, let's get down to the nitty gritty. So speaking of recycling, uh, we're <laughs> no, I don't have a a good connection to that. But this is something that I wrote down since, I don't know. I know I keep some some episodes that say, okay, well, I thought about this for like years and years. But yeah, this one actually was one of the things that I had in mind for a while. And mm-hmm. it kept being pushed back, pushed back. Um, but today's the day that we're finally going to sit down and talk about this. Yes. Moving day. Moving day is one of the worst days or the best days. Or both, a little bit of both, right? There's some good stuff, there's some bad stuff, more bad physically, right? Yeah. So there's just a lot that goes on on moving day. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's let's talk about our moving day, the the moving day of like moving from Oregon from one state to another, okay, to back to California. I think moving from like one city to another or one town one neighborhood neighborhood to another is a typical thing right and moving also across like the country or out of the country is also like an extreme way of moving right that that happens mm-hmm. um and we are talking about like moving from one uh neighbor state to another yeah and that's i think about how many hours like 12 hours i think away like from monmouth to here merced 12 hours you think is so it? No, I think it's like eight. No. Or sorry, ten. Ten? Mm-hmm. I know from Monmouth to Sacramento is ten. If you, no. Yeah. Monmouth to Sacramento is eight. Is and it? then uh Monmouth to then Monmouth to here would be ten. Oh, okay. So ten hours. Yeah. T- ten hours by car, uh I mean it's not really exactly ten. You stop, you know, there's traffic, blah blah blah. And then um I was driving a U-Haul, so that took a long time. Yeah, that's going to make it longer. Yeah. So, um, so moving day for us was um, something that we were planning, obviously, like um, I think most moving days, like a month in advance, mm-hmm. right? We had to take care of all like the uh, residential stuff, like give the notice and like by this day we're going to be out. And so we have to contractually we have to have the house in this order and and all this stuff and uh, abide to the um the the homeowners like rules and stuff right the guidelines that we have to do before we move out yeah and and, and also anything else like with the address change of address mm-hmm. and everything right so there's a lot of paperwork that comes to to comes to play right mm-hmm. uh and sometimes you forget something you're like oops well we forgot to do this or that but that's fine <laughs> yeah. right uh, let's bring it with us and deal with it later yeah um and so we knew that we had to like be done with um fostering right and like close that chapter and 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 kind of give our no- noticing mm-hmm. we can't right past this certain day as far as with the jobs like one of the biggest things we want to do is to not really have a physical like a job where you, that you have to go to um that way during this moving process we could um be free right and like work while we're still like looking for a place yeah and so that was another thing that was in the works mm-hmm. and thankfully it worked out months before that yeah but yeah the actual moving day i think that it was um i think one of the hardest 
tiring days of my life. Really? Yeah. Because that week we were working really hard to have everything packed up, right? And everything. And then uh, the actual day, like, obviously we had to get every single thing out of there. Uh, and thankfully we had a U-Haul where, where um, it, we could, I think because we were moving um, to a different state and it was pretty far um they gave us like two days or three days with the with a u-haul with that contract yeah. right and mm-hmm. and which was pretty cool and cool because that meant like we could um have it for parked in in the in the house in monmouth for like a day or so and while we move everything well move all the furniture stuff mm-hmm. first off one of the things that made it harder is that it was just us two yeah Right, so yeah, that was very difficult. So that was one of the things that made it really, really extremely hard Mm -hmm. was that we had no help. Yeah, right. And I don't think we really asked for help because we also didn't have people Mm -hmm. to like say, "Hey, can you can you come and help?" Right. Yeah. What I did is I rented uh, from the same U-Haul place. I rented the uh, dolly, and that was like my best friend for that. Like. (laughs) those three days yeah um so moving on the furniture and all that stuff right like i did that and and uh and play tetris and in the while i was moving everything in the u-haul and everything did we ever talk about on the podcast um the whole process of like picking up the u-haul we didn't no it was crazy yeah because we were doing the self-pickup, you could do it at any time of the day. Yeah. And so the U-Haul office was already closed, and you just go in, and you just pick up the truck. And it feels really sketchy Yeah. to do this. It was very weird. Um, it was convenient, and I'm usually a big fan of, like, of like automated, you know, like, just do your own check-in or whatever <laughs> things. Um, but I don't know if I would do this again, because it was a lot more hassle no. than it was worth. So we go to the U-Haul place, and at this point, it was already dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was probably like 9 o'clock or something, but it was very dark. And we, I think you check in on the app and say, like, I'm here, and it tells you um, what truck number it is. So you walk into the parking lot, and you find the U-Haul with that number on it. Mm-hmm. So we find it, and they give you a the code to the... Um, the padlock that's on the back of the truck mm-hmm. and then well, you undo the padlock <laughs> you open up the back and there's the keys to the u-haul yeah and so we opened that up and we had also rented a dolly but we saw that there was no dolly in the back of the truck we thought mm-hmm. it was going to be there and so we were like okay well we'll deal with that later the next thing we had to do was walk around the truck and do like an inspection and if there were any scratches or anything or dents we had to take a picture of it and post it onto the app mm-hmm. and so we did that whole thing that took forever oh and, gosh, and the yeah. app was just having so many issues with loading and i was trying to make notes about like where the dent was and all these things and everything was just not going smoothly with the app it was oh, not no. it was not great and also our phones were dying our phones were I dying remember that. yeah so like at one point my phone i was scared that my phone was going to die, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then there was something where we had to confirm our identity, and there was an issue, again, there was an issue with the app where it wasn't, like, linked to the right email address or something, and so uh-huh. one of the options that it gave us was, like, we can confirm your identity by calling a third 
person. Yeah. Like, give us the phone number of a third person that we can mm-hmm. call. Which is crazy. Yeah, it was very weird. So I'm, like, texting my mom and telling and asking her if um, somebody from U-Haul could call her. <laughs> and then I, then I tried to do that, and somehow... It was like telling me that my mom's phone number was linked to my account, so that one didn't work. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna give them my brother's number, and it was just everything that could have gone wrong within the app did. Yeah. It was so weird, thing after thing after thing. So then we finally get that part figured out, and they, and it showed up on the app like, okay, your identity has been confirmed. Uh huh. I think that they ended up calling my mom, but I don't even know for sure. Yeah. So that part was done. And then we were like, okay, next thing is the dolly. It was so weird because we knew we had rented it. We saw it on our receipt, but there was no dolly in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. But there was just a row of dollies sitting out there outside. Yeah. And we were like, I guess we can take this, but it feels very weird to just like grab one. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to make sure that that was okay. Yeah. So, and then, so that was one big question we had was, are we just supposed to take a dolly? The second thing was the big padlock on the back of the U-Haul said not to take it. So it Mm -hmm. said like, return this to the office. Okay. So the office is closed and it said, you know, if it's after hours, return it to the drop box. I think it said that on the app. Yeah. So we walk up to the front of the building and there's no drop box and there's Mm -mm. no clear indication of where to leave the lock. So we were thinking like, do we just leave it on the ground? Do we (laughs) lock it to something? Like we didn't, we could not figure it out. There was a place, there was a key drop box, which it was, it was like the padlock wouldn't fit in there or something. It was clear that that wasn't the right spot. So we didn't know what to do with the padlock and we didn't know about the dolly and we didn't want to get like fined or anything. So we call customer service, and apparently it's supposed to be like 24 hours a day. <laughs> so we call customer service. We're on hold forever. At this point, we're sitting back in our car charging our phones because, like you said, the phones were dying. Yeah, and also, again, it was nighttime, and it was in Oregon, and and it was really cold. It was very cold. Yeah, yeah we were like all bundled. It was December. Yeah. It was, oh, it was. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was freezing. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're in the car with the heat on, and we're trying to figure this out. At this point, it's probably like 1030 or something. Mm-hmm. So we're on hold forever. Finally, I talked to somebody and I asked them about the dolly. She's trying to look up my account. Again, I was so confused about the account because just the the app, honestly, the app was terrible. Mm-hmm. So she finally confirms the account and she's like, okay, yeah, I see the dolly on your receipt. Just take one. Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, here's the other thing. I have no idea where to put this dang padlock. <laughs> and so... Um, she asks me like, is there a Dropbox? Is there blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, no, no. And she goes, okay, well you can just, um, leave it outside or you can just lock it to something. Mm-hmm. And so I think we ended up just, uh, locking it onto some like random fence I or something. I think it was next to the, the key, key box, the Dropbox. Yeah. The yeah. There was like a metal box or something yeah. that I think we just like hooked it onto. Yeah. And just left. Yeah. Yeah. So... Finally figured it out. Got the dolly, blah, blah, blah. At this point, um, we're starving also. We hadn't had dinner. And so (laughs) this part is not dramatic. It was only dramatic because of everything else that had happened. Mm -hmm. So then um, you get in your car. You get in the U-Haul. I get in our car. And we're like, okay, you know, we'll meet back at the house, obviously. Yeah. So 
um, I was going to get us something to eat because we were so hungry. And obviously the last thing we wanted to do was go home and cook a meal at like 11 p.m. Yeah. When we needed to be packing. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to go to McDonald's and I'll see you at home. So I kid you not, I went to, I think three, if not four fast food restaurants, yeah. drive throughs that mm-hmm. all said on Google Maps that they were open uh-huh. or on Apple Maps that they were open uh-huh. and they were all closed. I sat in the drive through for each of these like three restaurants and then just to find out that they were not open, even though yeah. they were their hours said that they were open. Finally, like the fourth one that mm-hmm. I tried was open. And because they were apparently like the only fast food restaurant in a thousand miles that was open, it was the longest line ever. Oh my gosh. But it was fine. I finally got the food. Yeah. Got back home. But it took me, I don't know, like an hour or something. Yeah. It, I remember that because... The plan was, okay, I'm going to go and start putting stuff in the U-Haul while he go do that. And I realized that we, we only, at that time, we only had one house key and you had it. <laughs> and so I just waited for you in yeah. the U-Haul for a while. I'm not sure if I realized that or what, but we had to eat. Yeah. Like we were so hungry yeah. and we weren't going to cook something. And so I'm not sure if I knew that or what, but... um. That happened to us multiple times while we lived there. That oh, yeah. We only had one house key and we <laughs> yeah. just, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that was just like such an adventure. By the time we got home, I think it was like midnight. It was, yeah, it was so late. And that was a start. That was the journey day one of moving. Day. Yeah, that was the start of like packing up yeah. all of our stuff and it didn't get <laughs> easier from there. Oh, no, no, no. And so, yeah, so the next day it was like, okay, a full day of moving, right? Mm-hmm. I think at this point we had that day and then the next day. I think just two more days and that's it. Well, because again, I think the U-Haul, we had it. Uh, actually, I think we had it for four days. Oh, based on the U-Haul, yeah. Because I was going to say, we had more time with our lease. I think we had like another week. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't the deadline, but the U-Haul was the deadline. Yeah. And we were just, our goal, I'm pretty sure our goal was to leave that next day around like, well, I think our original goal was to leave in the morning mm-hmm. and drive all the way. Then we were like, well, maybe if we leave by like 3 p.m., that would still be fine. And then yeah. we were like, well, maybe if we leave by Was it the next day that we were planning on like leaving? <sighs> That was very ambitious of us. I can't remember. I feel like it was. No way. I kind of feel like you thought that you could load everything up in one day. Because most of our stuff was packed. It was just a matter of getting into the U-Haul, which is a lot of work, actually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I I remember that day. It can be just that one day. I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is that on the final, like, moving day. No. Maybe it was two days. Yeah, I think it was because I remember having the U-Haul with some stuff. Yes, and, I and think- then and then um, that night we were like, we're just gonna leave our stuff in the U-Haul and go to sleep and stuff, um, and then pack the rest the next day. But then you were freaked out about um, not having the U-Haul locked. Yeah, so, so I we went had to, to Walmart. To, we went to Walmart. No. Yeah, we both went to Walmart. Well, at one point I went by myself. I okay, feel like. and then we. So then at, at one point we ended up buying multiple locks because we didn't know the size of it. Yeah, and, and one of them didn't fit. Yeah, and but so, we eventually found one that fit the U-Haul. Yeah, and so yes, that was the plan. You're right. Is the next day we were going to spend the whole day mm-hmm. packing the U-Haul and cleaning the house. 
And then the plan was to leave, I think, early the, in the morning the next day. Because then we were like, okay, well, then we can spend this whole day just driving. Yes, yeah. That was, that the, was plan. the goal. That was the goal, yeah. So the goal was for you to, the plan was for you to like clean. Yeah. Stu- yeah, which you did. You cleaned everything pretty much, right? Yeah. And I felt bad because I was like, well, we're getting together. But I uh, ended up uh, putting everything in the U Haul while you cleaned. Yeah, right? it took forever. Both it the cleaning t- yeah. and the putting stuff in the U-Haul, yeah. it took so long. Yeah, and the house was, oh my gosh, is it was it 1,200 square feet? Oh, about, I think it was think. close to 1,200, like a little under. Yeah, a little under. And um, that was crazy. Like, it's, for some might be super small. Yeah. Some, for others might be super big. For us, it was, I think, the perfect size. It was actually, like, very spacious. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a little too big for us. Yeah, it was pretty big for us. Yeah. And... But yeah, just having been there for three years and everything, like there was just a lot to clean. And mm-hmm. I was trying to follow the the checklist that they gave us, which was so detailed. Oh my goodness, so yeah. So many things that they wanted done. Yeah. So I was trying to do each thing because I was like, let's get that security deposit back. Yeah, yeah. And just cleaning everything. And then also like so emotional for me. Oh yeah. Like not only, uh, I think we talked about this before, that not only had we just found out that our last fertility treatment did not work literally mm-hmm. the day before. So I th- it was, yeah. I think it might've, I think it was actually on that day. That was the in-between day of like, like after we picked up the U-Haul, like mm-hmm. we'll spend this whole day packing. I yeah. think that was the day that I, we found out that the fertility treatment didn't work. So like Mondo emotions there with, with all of that. And Good like word. we're leaving and, yeah. <laughs> and everything. And then, like walking around and cleaning this empty house that was also like our first house together as a married couple and where we had eight kids and like cleaning our kids room Mm -hmm. where like eight children had lived there like that was so emotional just thinking about them and like knowing that we would probably never see any of them again like we're leaving the state and all of that was just so so emotional so i think i spent a good amount of that day just crying also yeah right i think so. i think so i don't know maybe not a ton of the day but like i definitely did cry yeah and it was just a lot yeah i, I think i also teared up as well uh, as i was cleaning everything and just seeing like our room our room I, I i definitely remember tearing up towards the end yeah um so I was the last one out. Oh yeah, you're and, right. I left a little bit before you, and and I, was, I got emotional. Yeah, I'll talk about that as we like kind of wrapping everything up. Okay. Anyway, but anyway, yeah. So so um, so oh my gosh, I'm kind of getting a little bit of like anxiety or a little like uh, um, what's the word? Just like <laughs> um, stress. Yeah, I guess, I guess some stress of just thinking about like the moving. Yeah. Because we had to do everything, right? So, so um, eventually we get everything in, like one way or another. You did, yeah. Yeah. My, at that point, my <laughs> at the end of that day, my back was like messed up. Yeah. Like, it was. I bet. It was crazy, and my arms were sore because I had to move like the mattresses mm-hmm. and the furniture and stuff. The mattresses were, were the, was the hardest to move. 
Oh, because the one that we have is like the Tempered Pedic, and it's like the heaviest mattress you could ever it's like super buy. Heavy. Yeah, and so we have that one, and um, the one of the trickiest ones was like the um, um, the washer and the dryer were very like I think the oh the dryer gosh. no. Yeah, the, the washer is hard because it has that big thing inside of it. Yeah. And it keeps just moving, rocking back and forth. Oh, yeah. While the dryer is it's pretty much empty. Yeah. There's nothing in there, right? So the washer was, it's it's uh, it's heavier because mm-hmm. of the extra big wheel or whatever. The, like, agitator know? thing in the middle. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And um, so those were one of the, the hardest things to move. Besides that... We had, I mean, a big dresser. Some dressers, yeah. We had, yeah, we had a a, a big dresser, um, some desks, and um, but the mattresses in the in the dryer and washing machine were were the hardest. Yeah, I don't know how you did all that. I mean, I helped you with a few things that like you literally could not do on your own. Oh yeah, but for the most part, like everything that you could do on your own, you did, and I don't even know how. You did a lot of that stuff by yourself. Yeah, that was just crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, good thing that the the U-Haul has this like big ramp. Yeah, that's att- attached to the trailer. And, yeah, and the dolly again being the best friend. Yeah, like it, it was cool. I had to get the the upgraded one, like with the utility one that has a belt. Uh, ra- oh yeah. yeah, that's the the one that you need to get. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. One um, memory that I will always have from that day that was funny, like there uh-huh. were definitely moments of, you know, lightness that oh, yeah. we tried to have. But um, one thing that was just so funny is like, I don't know how many hours we ha- So the living room was basically completely empty except for you know the boxes that you were that oh, yeah. you were loading mm-hmm. except for, except for our tv our mm-hmm. like fairly large tv oh, yeah. sitting on the floor in oh, the living room still plugged in and new girl was playing on netflix for like eight hours maybe straight it, it, it was all day from morning to like super late at night so probably more than eight hours of just yeah. new girl just playing yeah. the whole time and we you know, and that actually was helpful, I think, just having that on in the background as like one of our comfort shows. Yeah. And so that was just very funny to me that even when there was like nothing else in the house, like you were pretty much done. New Girl was still <laughs> was playing still on the TV. On. Yeah. And I remember now very vividly that by the end of that day, and so mind you now, this is the second day of packing. So mm-hmm. the whole first day passed and you were not done. Oh, no. And so then we were like, okay, well, we're just going to push back our plan. We're not going to leave in the morning. Hopefully we can leave in the afternoon on that following day. Yeah. And that did not happen. No. We ended up, I think, leaving around like 11, 12. At night. Something like that. Like almost midnight on it, that second day when yeah. we wanted to leave at like 8 in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's now like 11 or 12 on that second day and we're almost done and it's now raining Oh yeah, yeah. I I started noticing the rain, um, maybe maybe before sunset. And I, I think that you were starting it. to get a little and, freaked out. Oh yeah, I was like, oh boy, here we go. Like this is gonna be make it, this this is going to make it more intense. Yeah. So then, and you were loading a lot of the stuff through the back because it was you know the bigger door and everything. But then you're walking through the grass and it's starting to get muddy. Oh with the yeah. dolly I and everything. So many times. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I didn't fall, but I was like slipping and. 
Yeah, it, so, it, it was crazy. So I remember one of the, the so the last thing that we had to pack was the TV. Yeah, and at this point it, it was like pouring. Yeah, so at this point it's pouring. Yeah, so I'm like soaked and and like I had to find a way to dry my dry my feet, it, remove my shoes. So I had like the indoor shoes and the outdoor shoes because again we were cleaning right, like yeah. we were cleaning, and so I didn't want to get things dirty. Yeah, dirtier. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, uh, the TV was the last thing. Yeah, so I remember with that, you were pretty worried about it getting wet because I mean it mm-hmm. was a fairly decent walk from our door to the car. And it is now pouring rain. It was. And so you had already wrapped it in like plastic wrap. But then mm-hmm. I remember you also took some like leftover cardboard and like put it on the top of it and then put like jackets and blankets over it. Yeah. And then we both just like so absolutely exhausted. I remember us just like together carrying that. That was like the last thing mm-hmm. that we had to carry, you know, carried it out to the car, put it in the back seat of our car. Mm-hmm. And then. That was pretty much it. And I remember from like doing the cleaning and everything, like I felt, I don't think I've ever felt more disgusting in my whole life. Like I felt so Mm -hmm. gross because I had just been cleaning the house all day, like every nook and cranny and just like crawling on the floor. And and I had, my pockets were like filled with trash because (laughs) at some point, you know how when like... You pack it up and you don't have like trash cans with trash bags sitting out anymore. Oh. So every time I would come across trash or something, I was picking like command tape, command oh, strips yeah. off the wall. And I had all this trash and I was just like shoving it all into my pocket. Yeah. And I just can't even tell you. I genuinely don't know if I've ever felt more disgusting in my whole life. Really? Yeah. I was obviously drenched with like sweat, uh, rain, rain, everything you could think of, right? And, uh, and so how I, I was so done yeah again i've never been that tired ever in my life yeah like it was honestly the the longest day of of my life and i i remember when you're in the zone like you just want to keep at it keep at it keep at it and sometimes you get hungry but you push 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 but i know i remember you got us lunch and i think also like dinner uh, um during that during that day Mm -hmm. and um but yeah, like overall, we were both like exhausted and we were done. And so I started to worry about like the drive. Yeah. So at this point, obviously <laughs> we had a choice to make. Like it's, we, we realized at some point we're not getting out of here until like midnight. Oh my gosh. And yeah. so obviously we had the choice of like, well, we could stay here and sleep another night and, and like then sleep on the floor. Wake up. Much. And, yeah. Wake up in the morning. But then that would entail, yeah, either sleeping on the floor <laughs> Or yeah. like trying to get blankets or something out of the truck to sleep with, but we mm-hmm. were just like, no, we just at that point, as much as like the the sadness and everything was there, like we just wanted to get out of there mm-hmm. and be done and just mm-hmm. like close and lock the door. Yeah, and yeah, s- and so yeah, so we had to make that choice, but then we also didn't feel like it was going to be safe to drive eight hours because we were driving to the Sacramento area. Mm-hmm. So we didn't feel like we could safely drive eight yeah. hours, you know, and, but, but we were, I think going to try maybe, but my mom ended up offering to just get us a hotel room, mm-hmm. um, sort of like halfway or kind of wherever we wanted, wherever we felt like was going to be a good spot. And so yeah. she just like sent us money and was like, just get a hotel room 
be safe and um but then we didn't have to try to stay there another night and we could at least make a little bit of progress and feel like we had made it somewhat yeah 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 Yeah, so i i remember that like offer like that um you know that blessing and and i was like yeah let's let's do it because One, like, yeah, I was worried about the drive, mm-hmm. right? Especially driving toward, as you get closer to the to the California border, um, it's just like a long, I think like 20 mile, I think more than 20 miles, um, 20 mile drive where it's just like hills. Yeah. Right? And it gets scary like at night, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think that I was like, okay, let's just um, drive as far as we can, like still in Oregon and... Um, and, and book a place like as close as we can in like the Oregon border. Yeah. Right. Right. Right next to it. And that way we, we like still have like one more day in Oregon, whatever. Um, and also, I think I was also just thinking about the sell, like no sales tax, uh, <laughs> in case we buy something. Right. Um, That's so we'll so save funny. some money with that. True. <laughs> Enjoy one more day. Uh, while we can. That's so funny. And then the next day we, we drive to California and that's what we did. Yeah. So, so yeah, the last like moments in, in, uh, back at the house, um, we obviously had to return the key and, um, oh, yeah. I had like an envelope with a letter or whatever and, um, submit that to the office. Um, and so you, you decided to go do that while I started to drive because it takes forever for the U-Haul to, you know, to well, drive and stuff. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. So we, um, we, I leave first while you were like finishing. I'm not sure what you were doing. I think you had to like well, rearrange a couple things. I had to get a couple. No, I I wanted to like double check everything. Okay. And I was starting to just like get really sad. Yeah. And so I, I so I think that while you were doing that, I went to Carl's Jr. and Dutch Bros. Oh yeah, you did. And then we were like, okay, I'll meet you in the parking lot over there. Which it's like two two minutes from our yeah. house. Yeah. 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 Meet you at the. And then we said, yeah. okay, once we get the Carl's Jr. and the Dutch Bros. We'll go right next door to the to the um, property manager office and mm-hmm. drop the key off in the lockbox. I mean, yeah. in the in the Dropbox, and then we'll actually hit the road. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So what were you doing while I was gone? Yeah, I was just uh, looking around, um, making sure everything is out of the house. Yeah. Um, checked every nook and cranny of it. You know, you know me. I just yeah. like to. Look at every single thing. You do that at hotels too. Yeah, just making sure. Okay, we're good. Yeah, we're good, right? And, and everything. So it took it took a while. Mm-hmm. And at this point, okay, I'm like, okay, I think I should just head out because uh, yeah, I, I knew that you had left. And then, um, but I started to just get really emotional mm-hmm. and looking at our room, looking at um, the kids' rooms, right? Slash our office at yeah. one point, yeah. right? And and everything, and just downstairs in the living room. And I wanted to really, really hard to like kind of imagine like like past us kind of like little ghosts of us just <laughs> doing things and, and i kind of did yeah i kind of really did like like in the movies right just kind of really think about like oh yeah this when when the kids were like dancing over here and here's when um here's all the kids that we had mm-hmm. and kind of picturing picture everyone in the same room at the same time you know yeah um and so so yeah so i like scan the room one more time I, i'll scan the, the downstairs one more time and like just uh just close the door and then like make sure it's locked close it and like just have my hand on the the doorknob for a while and like Aww. let go and 
yeah i'm getting emotional <laughs> from like too. talking about this i'm like tearing up um but yeah so that's that that's that was like my goodbye and then <laughs> oh no <laughs> um yeah it, it was it was hard like to you know say goodbye to it because it was one of it was our first house and like there were so many things we loved from that like yeah Ilya and the house and everything and to say goodbye to it was really hard <laughs> Oh my gosh, I didn't think I was going to cry on this episode. <laughs> Actually, it's been a while since I've cried on the podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Are you crying? Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> um, so yeah, so anyway, so um, yeah, obviously I cried and, um, and, and, kept going so yeah from there like yeah we we met and um got got my drink and got the food and drove and um and that drive was very stressful to me mm-hmm. i'm sure it's probably more stressful for you it, like it should have been more stressful for you but it might have been more stressful for me i was just very worried like we hardly ever are driving separately because we only have one car mm-hmm. and so then the fact that you were it was so late and it was so dark. And then the fact that you were driving the U-Haul, which you're mm. obviously not used to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it takes a while. Like, when I, we first got the, the U-Haul, like, it took me a while to start driving because uh, I wanted to make sure I got everything down, right? Yeah. So, like, making sure the the lights are, like, you know, are, are lit and everything, the seat and everything are, you know, good to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's also pouring rain, too. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And so every, when we were driving down the freeway... Um, for some reason, and I don't think I would normally have noticed this, mm-hmm. but there, I kept seeing so many, um, big trucks like pulled off to the side of the road. And yeah. every time I saw that, I was like freaked out thinking that it was going to be you and like something oh, happened. Yeah. And so every single time that happened, I would like get a little bit of like panic. And then as, as I would get closer, I was like, oh, that's a UPS truck or that's a yeah. whatever. And so, yeah, it was just very stressful. And I think that, um, I think so. I think we drove about like three hours, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So before we left, I had booked the hotel to make sure that we could get a place for that night. Yeah. And yeah, it was like three and a half hours or so. It was like definitely yeah. three three hours, and that I think felt like okay, cool. We're gonna make a a good dent. But like, it was doable. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like we were gonna be just zombies. No, no. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it felt doable. It felt doable, and yeah. So we get to this hotel at like three o'clock in the morning oh my gosh yeah something like that at this point yeah once we get to the checking area right i was dead tired oh yeah yeah i think i let you do the talking or something and i was like i'm just i'm done i know we both but probably more you because you had done like more physical labor (laughs) yeah we were both like probably tireder like more tired and more dirty than we had felt in so long so we check in and we get to our room and honestly it was a nice hotel, but it felt like the nicest, most luxurious yeah. hotel in the world yeah. because of how tired oh, yeah. we were. Yeah, and like it, it was nice, Everything but it was, was just like oh, just being somewhere clean where we yeah. didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, that shower was like it was like 
the most amazing shower I've ever taken in my whole... I'm, I'm not joking. I bet. I enjoyed that shower more than I've ever enjoyed a shower in my oh whole my life. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It was so nice. Because like, I was oh like, gosh. even though all I want to do is sleep, I cannot get into this nice bed and like relax when oh. I feel this oh, disgusting. Yeah. yeah, and we knocked out. Yeah. And I forgot what time we decided to wake up, but we go, we woke up and... I think just whenever we had to check out. Yeah. We just gave ourselves enough time Yeah, I think, check we, out. I think 11, like typical, right? I think Probably, 11, yeah. yeah. So we check out and, and hit the road and... Um, yeah, and, and we actually drive like five plus hours. And mm-hmm. I think we stopped somewhere to eat. Yeah, um, I think we just made one stop. Oh, to we like, stopped at uh, at uh, uh, Blackbeard Diner. Did we? In Shasta. <gasps> That's right. We had, we had a goal of... Did we really? We did. We had and never... So Blackbeard Diner is like our kind of our thing. It yeah. has been since we were dating and we've tra- been trying mm-hmm. to visit like all the Blackbeard Diners that we can you have yeah. we have like a little passport thing you get a stamp from each one yeah you get prizes yeah and the very original the very first original blackbird diner is in shasta california mm-hmm. and we kept saying sometime on our way back and forth from oregon to california we have to go there and we never had mm-hmm. so finally we we're like okay well this is the day like this is probably the last time we're gonna be making this drive yeah. for a long time so we, yeah, so we stopped there and we had lunch or brunch or whatever mm-hmm. there in Shasta at that Blackberry Diner. And that was cool. And then um, I think that was like the main only stop we made besides maybe getting gas or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then I tried to stay, stay with you and I, I think I did the whole drive. Yeah. With a U-Haul. Yeah. And, I'm uh, not a fast driver, so. <laughs> and and so, yeah, we both, like, drive and separately, and uh, we finally make it to Sacramento, and that's where we had to um, be at to uh, tra- transfer all of our stuff into the storage unit there. Mm-hmm. And, and then, thankfully, unlike our moving day from uh, Oregon, we had a lot of help. Yes. Like, that, like almost more help than we needed. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like that took about like the putting everything into the storage took about like I don't know, an hour tops. Yeah, it was and so fast. Yeah, that that was crazy compared to like my like two day uh you know uh adventure with mm-hmm. storing everything in this in the U Haul. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So that was really cool that we, we got all the help. Um and and after that we decided to go to the movies with, with your family. Yeah. Um go see i think spider-man spider-man yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that, that was fun yeah and then we just drop off the u-haul and and that's it so that was the the moving day like the moving process from yeah. oregon to california yeah it was crazy i think most moving days for people you know they people might have similar stories like it, i think it's always just a little more work than you expected and oh my something gosh. always goes wrong yeah but yeah, it was just wild. And I think that having it be just the two of us just made it very hard and very just like intense. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just so much work for the two of us. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You. yeah. Yeah. And I knew I was going to do the most of the, the moving and yeah. I was like, obviously not looking forward, looking forward to it. 
you know, it <laughs> yeah. was, it was hard, Yeah. but, uh, it, it happened. I did it. Uh, we did it and uh, we moved, we, we, we moved out and, and then we moved forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like you said, like, yeah, some people might relate. Some people might not like they, it might be different. Like you might have kids, like that's also a different ball game yeah. with that, with kids and stuff. And also it could be fun, um, stressful as well. But, uh, that's something that we, we will, um, we haven't done yet mm-hmm. with doing things with kids. Um, and yeah. So I, I wonder, I'm sure there's books about moving. Like, I, th- I think I stumbled upon a, a book in the library, like um, when we were in, in Monmouth about, it was like about like finding, it was about moving and finding a, a place as a minimalist. Oh. But, I, it, but I'm not sure how much they talk about the moving day. Okay. But I wonder if there's like a good like process of of moving like how like we have a book about like cleaning there has to be a book about moving out like yeah. here's how you should do it and do it well yeah right and and i'm sure that that comes with like okay also decluttering and mm-hmm. putting things in order and like stack you know stack the boxes in a way that is going to make sense for you and yeah you know do it in order of this and that i, I think that there has to be a really good like formula um, for like a minimalist like us mm-hmm. that would, that would help us, you know, if not, then I think yeah. we should create one. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're probably right. And I think that we did things pretty well Yeah. for the most part, like, oh, yeah. assist, like having, you know, doing things systematically and decluttering and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think that it was just doing it in the way that we did with just the two of us not having help and not hiring, you know, movers yeah. and also trying to make the most of the U-Haul and only having it for a few days and having to drive it so far. Like there was just, mm-hmm. we were working within these limitations that we, um, that we had and that we yeah. ha- partly had and partly put on ourselves Right. that made it um, just more challenging. But I think within that we kind of did the best that we could, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. hundred percent. So I want to get your thoughts about, uh, <laughs> I think it's very like, heavy emotionally to th- think about moving already moving out of this place yeah because we're we we're, we were just talking about moving <laughs> yeah out of oregon but uh, it's gonna happen someday and probably not that the, long from yeah now. the plan is to to move out next year yeah right and so uh, i think as far as like the emotional like baggage that we have about this place it's mm-hmm. not gonna be as heavy as the one oh, in, yeah. in, in monmouth right I think we obviously are looking forward to moving out from here. Yeah. There's some cool things I like about this place. One, I think, like, I think as more I got, the more I got used to the, the actual, like, physical space, the more mm-hmm. I, I enjoy the look of it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Actually. And then, like, the, like, the comfort of it. Yeah. And uh, I feel like, well, right now, we're, I'm in this, like, phase of, like, putting things up and eat, you know, it's a little too late, but like putting on the frames and stuff, right. Like, uh, eight, nine months in, the, in this house, yeah. like putting making sure things are put in order and looks good. looks like a home. Um, it's like, I always feel like I was actually thinking about this today. Um, cause I was thinking like every day there's always something like a little project I could do, mm-hmm. move this, this way and make it look different or whatever. I was just thinking about like, man, I feel like the, the model of like Disneyland, like they never, is never done. Mm. I'm thinking about this, like as far as like a house, like there's always something to do. Yeah, you know. But uh, I forgot what was going to be my question. I think my question is like, yeah, I, I, are you, 
would you what would you i guess would want to have what what's something different you like to do like as far as like a moving day um for for this house mm-hmm. yeah i think it's gonna be a lot different um for many reasons like mm-hmm. we this place is a lot smaller so we don't have as much stuff here which i don't think that we had a lot of stuff yeah um but we don't have as much here because we did have to leave some of our stuff in storage mm-hmm. um because we only have one bedroom and there's just not a lot of storage here so i think in that way it'll be easier like number mm-hmm. one right off the bat it'll be easier because there's just less stuff mm-hmm. and then i think also we're going to be moving a much shorter distance and mm-hmm. we will hopefully have help yeah with you know the moving out process as well but as far as like i'm trying to think of like what i would want to do different um besides the things that just naturally will be different i don't think this really answers your question directly but you, you'll see <laughs> I, one thing i definitely want to do differently next time we move is to work really hard at the beginning, when we move into a new place, work really hard to try to make it as homey as possible mm. a lot quicker. Oh, yeah. Because there were a lot of reasons why that didn't happen here. But I, like, actively did not like this place and, like, mm-hmm. actively hated it for a while. Mm-hmm. And that was just, like, sad. Mm-hmm. And part of it had to do with the fact that we hadn't like settled in yeah and that wasn't the only reason but that was part of it and so it's so much better now and i actually do like many things about this place now and like you were saying like the more that we live here the more that obviously it feels like home and then also just things that we've done to make it feel like home yeah you know i would just hope that next time we are able to put in like a little bit more effort at the beginning to get to that point mm-hmm. a lot sooner, oh, <laughs> like yeah. months sooner. Yeah. Like you said, I think that the emotional part of it is, is going to be a lot different this time because we've only lived here for a much shorter amount of time. I mean, maybe we'll feel emotional because like this is going to be the baby's first home, mm-hmm. but like he's not going to remember it. Mm-hmm. And, so I think that we'll be more like happy to leave than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I think that the emotional side of it is going to just be easier. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would imagine that everything about it is going to be easier, except that we'll have a baby, right? Which yeah. will add like its own like challenges and adventure <laughs> to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. That didn't really answer your question, but. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I I am looking forward in the future to having like kids involved in in the packing and the in in the cleaning and everything. Not making it like a like a chore, but like making it like a project. But yeah, so that's something to like look forward to. But yeah, I think like the emotional part of it, it's like really huge. Mm -hmm. I think that it makes sense if we're going to call this episode the way I would want to from like years ago, if we call it beyond transitions, if we call it beyond (laughs) transitions, then it makes sense where, when, when, when I mean that it is beyond the, the actual physical moving Mm -hmm. the, the movement from point A to point B, because there's just, 
an emotional part that that you are leaving and that kind of stays behind. Yeah. You know, and you're leaving like a lot of things there. We had to like both move out from our place here in California to move somewhere in, in, in Oregon together. Mm-hmm. And then we, we leave that, you know, so like we are leaving little parts of us in different places. Mm-hmm. Right. And we'll definitely get into like the, the good and the bad and the ugly of like Oregon and like the, the place we lived at and um, what, what went down and, and uh, the good things and stuff and the pros and cons of it. But as for today, like think that like focusing on the, the the trans- transitional like point there i think it's it's good you know and um yeah it, and uh, it, it was it was hard but we did it and mm-hmm. so it's something that i'm glad that i don't have to like deal with right now right but yeah you know, it's coming and the moving day is coming and <laughs> and um, i think i talked about this last week I can't, I can't remember since we're recording like six episodes in a week yeah um i think i talked about like when you get a text from a friend saying hey can you come help at like can, oh, yeah. can you come and help me move right it's always kind of daunting like you don't want to do it mm-hmm. but then when you're on the side of it when you need help it's like obviously you want that right yeah and i understand yeah the the struggle is definitely real mm-hmm. you know um but and then another thing uh, i think being a funny thing that um my best friend said about this i think i've shared this before but he said like the the two biggest like days of, of your life um i forgot the descriptor about it there was i think some little more dialogue but i said like two biggest things in your life that you're going to remember or like the hardest things or whatever is your, your day they get married and moving day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brother. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. I think I have the quote wrong, but, uh, yeah, moving day was, was, uh, definitely one of the hardest days. It was. Yeah. And I think, um, I, I will say, I was just thinking, I just thought about this just now. I wasn't even thinking about this before, but I am proud of us for like getting through it without, whining well (laughs) i'm sure i was whining a little bit here and there no but without having any major like uh breakdowns between the two of us oh yeah like i think you know any like major fighting or getting upset with each other and things like that i'm trying to think i don't really think that we did at all no i don't think that i remember that's not to like sing our own praises but i'm just saying like i am proud of us because Mm. That is difficult, and so my goal would be that, like, okay, the next time we do this, we're going to be doing it also with a baby, and so, you know, yeah. and the next time after that, we'll probably be doing it with, like, a an older kid, or like a toddler or whatever, and maybe yeah. more kids, and so my goal would be to, like, to keep that streak going because I think that is a hard thing, and, like, that day, I think kind of a cliche thing is, like, that like on those very stressful days and moments, that's very easy for couples to like get into fights. Right. Yeah. Because there's just so much stress, and then oh, you yeah. have like expectations of each other and stuff. And so I'm, we don't have like some magic formula, but I am thankful that we were able to like work together as a team, mm-hmm. that we were able to like do it and stay mostly positive like with each other i think that we were both just like so physically exhausted but we felt like we were in <laughs> yeah. it together you know totally so yeah that's awesome so yeah i'm happy for us <laughs> <laughs> well i think that's it i think that 
that that wraps up everything about uh moving yeah as a minimalist as as just a human being uh <laughs> yeah i'm glad that we get to talk about the beyond transition transition day yeah uh, and i'm really proud about that title if we call it that we'll yeah see. if and when we'll beyond see. transitions yeah it's a an ongoing joke that uh i thought about like this particular day like uh, of us talking about moving day and thought about we should call it beyond transitions yeah because it's there's more than just the transition day it's there's more that's why hence the beyond part (laughs) anyway it's like i'm I'm like explaining the joke to you it's like well let me explain the joke well because it's just an inside (laughs) joke between the two of us because i always was like i don't think we're ever gonna use that title but i know that you really like it i love it so maybe maybe we'll call it that on that note, let us know what y'all think about the moving day. Is it the hardest day of your life? Uh, have you avoided it like jury duty? Uh, or <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know. Have you avoided ju- jury duty before? Me? Yeah. Uh, uh, no. The only other ever time I got summoned, I got chosen as an alternate, but I did get chosen, so I've definitely never avoided it. Yeah. Yeah. When I do get uh, like called to do it that's actually a reason why i can't and it was like legitimate like oh, really? i couldn't yeah i was in school i think that actually was one of the options like if you're a college student mm. mm-hmm. anyway so uh let us know about your thoughts about moving day the moving week the moving month that was fun to reminisce and uh i was just like savannah su- surprised that we both cried uh teared up a little yeah. bit uh just when we were thinking about uh, Oregon. But anyway, uh, let, us, let us know your thoughts on Instagram. We would love that. Give us also a follow on Instagram. Savannah is posting some stuff there. She recently posted something there. I don't even know what it is. She never explained it to me. But you didn't ask. Let us know your thoughts, your comments, your questions. And as Albert Einstein said, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. See, See you, you next, next time. time. I love it. So maybe, maybe we'll call it that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm having a contraction. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's awesome.